Good morning. Good morning. Is my mic on? I don't know. Can you hear me well? If not, I can yell. Listen to me yelling is not fun, so please put the microphone in a good. Thank you so much, Kevin, for the opportunity to be here to share the word with y'all. I I'm grateful to be here to share the word with you. More than I can teach you, I have learned a lot about this text. And so today we're going to talk in continuation what you're studying on Matthew 6. We're going to talk about fasting. So I invite you, if you have your Bible, please open. Matthew 6. Verses 16 to 18. Be glad, only a few verses. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. That's God's word. A lot of things pass. A lot of things do not resist, but for a long, long time, people trying to... Say, this is not God's word, but it is. As Isaiah says, the flower withers, but God's word never fades and never come back void. So let's pray. Father, speak to us, Lord. Help us. Make this text clear to us. I pray that in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. You've been studying Matthew, the Sermon of the Mount. I hope till now you figure out you cannot make it. That is the main message of the Sermon of the Mount. You cannot make it. You're compromised. You're done. Even your thoughts. Even you, so it's impossible to be reading everything you read so far and tell you, I'm good. I made it so far till now. It's impossible. You already failed. But that is the whole point that I'm going to tell you. I, I'm going to do something really crazy. I'm going to tell you the end of the sermon right now. That includes law and grace. I'm going to start with the law. You are not better than anyone. This is the law. Where is grace? You are not worse than anyone. Sounds cheesy and cheap. Well, deep and profound. 
this text is not isolated. Not, Jesus is not talking about fasting because fasting is a, a point. It's inside of a context. I always read the scripture in the context. If you check on verse 1 of chapter 6, it says, Be aware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. It's impossible to talk about fast without praying. So, first he talks about giving money in secret. Then he talks about praying in secret. He teaches us how to pray Lord's Prayer. And then he talks about something important before talk about fasting. He talks about forgiving. I cannot talk about fasting if I don't go back and tell you. You are not God. So stop in fighting to yourself and forgive yourself. You cannot make it. You're not good enough. Yeah, that's the reason they invite me. I can't tell you and uh, you don't pay my salary, I'll be gone. Bye-bye. <laughs> but I'm telling you, we, I, cannot make it. Jesus is challenging. Bless is the pacemaker. I'm not a pacemaker. And then start saying, if you look and lust, you sin. If you tell Haka, fool, you commit murder. Wow. Who can't survive all this righteousness? Well, I'm telling you, you can't. But after talking about Lord's praise, Jesus talk about who? You and me, he's saying, you need to forgive. And one of the hardest persons to forgive is ourselves. And that's the context of chapter 6. Jesus is talking about a big mirror in your bedroom. And I know this is very hard, to, but can you see yourself in through this mirror? Spiritually naked before God. No pretending, no acting, no trying to impress others. Can you do that? If you don't forgive yourself, it'd be really hard. Because you're going to be feeling, I'm no one. I'm terrible. I feel that all the time. Wow, again, only ten commands. And today I messed several. Tomorrow, Lord, I will do my best. Snap, I didn't. I hope you're just like me, a sinner. So if you come here thinking that you're good enough, I'm telling you, we're not. You're not better than anyone. But also, you're not worse than anyone. We're going to get there in the end. Fasting in the Old Testament is basically abstain from food. It's related to several texts, and I can talk to you and I can teach you a lot of things, but through my prayer before preaching, I realized that I'm not here to talk about fasting only. I'm here to talk about prayer and fasting. And more than that, talking about the Father that sees you in secret. You notice that is coming three times already. Money, he sees you in secret. You know, a lot of people post YouTube videos, TikToks, 
look how good I am giving this money. And then we're sitting on the other side saying, oh, look this guy. He wants to be, I don't know, visualizations or ever. I don't, I'm not in the media space. So I'm here judging him, but my heart is just like his. Then talks about prayer. And that is something that is very interesting because if you break that fasting part of this process of being secret, Jesus is not talking about fasting, it's wrong. That is the main important thing. He's talking about prayer is not wrong. He's not talking that giving money, it's wrong. He's saying the reason why you are doing that need to be checked out. We need to be honest with ourselves. We need to check you personally where you are before God. Because religiosity is something that comes with routine. You can come here every Sunday. You can even preach. I'm a pastor. And this can be just a routine. Something that is just words. Do not come from my heart. I can deliver the best sermon ever you heard, but my heart can be in the wrong place. The point is, why you give, why you pray, why you want to fast. In the Old Testament, come in Greek, word is psalm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's not eating. New Testament, same thing, not eating. In the Old Testament means mourning, penitence, lamentation. That is the main point of people fasting in the Old Testament. Something goes wrong, last fast. Stuff are not happening, last fast. We're going to be punished, last fast. Fast comes with clothing yourself, sackcloth and ash. Brokenness. Brokenness. True repentance. But it is an exterior sign that you're repented. Unfortunately, we religious people start liking the exterior appearance of religiosity. Yes. We do. I guarantee you when you go to your work, to your school, wherever you go, you always do the same path. We like routines. We like to repeat ourselves. You come here, you're all dressed up nice. And I ask you why you do that. Because we want to be accepted. We want to not be rejected. We, don't, we want to fit. We want to be included. If you are a teenager, that's, I'm so sorry for you because it's so hard to fit it in. And unfortunately, choose well your friends because unfortunately, if your friends are going to tell you who you are, if they don't know exactly what kind of person God wants you to be, they're going to harm you. And unfortunately, a lot of us adults still struggle with that. Fasting in the New Testament is add a new meaning. Because in Mark 2 and Matthew 12, people ask, wow, John, disciples, they fast. Why your disciples don't fast? And he says, well, I'm here. Why they should fast? 
There is no reason for brokenness. There is no reason for lamentation. I am still here. Well, I'll not be here later. There will. But right now I'm here. Time for celebration. Fasting is associated with what? Brokenness. What pleases God is not sacrifice, but a contrite, contrite heart. That's what David says. But when his first son from Bathsheba is going to die, what he does? Fast. That is a son of a sin. Dies. When he is delivered and dead, what David does? Stand up, wash his hand, and move on. Fasting in the Old Testament is called on Leviticus when it's called for day of atonement. In the New Testament, there is so many other passages. Jesus himself fasts for 40 days. I was reading some commentaries like, why people like to guess things that are not there? Well, if Mark did not say he fasts, it's okay, because Matthew said he fasts. And some people, well, maybe he didn't. Like, I don't know what happened there. Well, I know it's written here, and I believe it. I've been in another way in the past. I don't want to do that anymore. What is written is written, inspired, complete, perfect word of God. So he fasted for 40 days, and he was hungry. I don't know about you, but when you fast, you get hungry. And the worst thing happens because you show truly who you are. The problem here with Jesus talking about the Hippocrates is because they're fasting, but they are showing to people, look, poor of me, you know. I'm so spiritual. I fast all the time. Do you see what I'm talking about? We want to impress others. But that is the reason why Jesus is calling the attention not about fasting only, but he's calling the way you are doing, or the reasons you are doing fasting. Instead of seeking God truly and having a deep relationship with him, you want to show others that we're spiritual, we're good. A lot of people take positions in church so they can be recognized. It's funny, being a pastor in in a church, it was so easy to find people to sing in the front, so hard to find people to swap the church after service. People want the light. I don't want to be behind the scenes. Both are right, standing in the front and behind. But the reason we do that is the key question. Jesus is questioning not if you commit Adultery or murder, physically. But if here, in your heart, in your soul, you desire that, you taught that, you commit sin. I'm so glad Jesus taught us how to pray the Lord's Prayer, but also after that he said, forgive yourself, please. Because I can't go further. I cannot talk about fasting. Because right now everything is messed up. Because I look and I say, I'm a mess, Lord. So far everything said, I'm not there, I can't. And the good news, yes, we can't. You can try your best, you're not going to make it. Oh, that is the good news. He did for us. He made us just. He brought justification. Now you can. 
So when you think about fasting, you need to remember it's not about stop eating to lose weight. Okay? I, before Easter, I had a lot of friends from different religions. Some of them do Ramadans, others do the land. And they stop 40 days to eat something they like it. Chocolate, coffee, whatever. They like it. They are going to do a fasting of a specific thing. What is that? What is that? It's a business transaction. God, I do my part. You do yours. I'd be good. Is your duty now to do whatever... The agreement we're upon. That's not covenant. That is a business transaction. It's a contract. Unfortunately, God is not there for this kind of thing. He rejects these kind of actions. What he wants is a broken and contrite heart that seeks him and his will. So when you were going to fast and stop eating means what? We are confessing our need for him. Confessing that we even can't forgive ourselves. Seeking something that we don't have. My notebook is too big for this book. It's getting stuck. Sorry. I can talk about to you all the purpose for fasting. I can read quickly. And I will. This is not mine. This comes from Donna Whitney from Purpose of Fasting of the book Spiritual Disciplines. Fasting is to help strengthen your prayer. You see, fasting do not come along. You need to stop and pray. But this is the thing. You need to wash your face. You need to put your makeup. You need to brush your hair. You need to put deodorant. You need to brush your teeth and go out. The people don't need to know you're fasting. The people don't need to know that you're praying. The only person needs to know is one that you're after, God. So, fasting is to seek God's guidance. Yeah? I'm going to give you an example The church wants to send Paul and Barnabas. You know what they did? Pray and fast. Is that the right thing to do? Yes. Not just prayer, but fast too. They want to know God's will. So now fast is not just brokenness. It's not just repentance and grieving for our sins. But now it's dedication. It's consecration. It's setting aside time for eating to pray and fast, to seek God's will. Also, to express grief. Then you have a David crying for his son. Also, to seek deliverance or protection. Jehoshaphat ordained the whole people to seek God through fast. So God protected them against the battle that was coming. Also to express repentance and to return to God. To humble ourselves before God. 
to express concern for the work of God. You know, Nehemiah, when he heard what's going on in Jerusalem, he went back and fast before talking to the king. And God granted favor from the king for him to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. To minister the needs of others and to overcome, overcome temptation and dedicate ourselves to God. But also, and the last thing that's, that's important, is to express love and to worship God. But that is the tricky part. Do it secretly. The people don't need to know how good you are. Or in your mind, how good you are. Because now you, whoo-hoo. You can do it, everything in your bedroom alone, secret. But you need to look to the mirror. Because I guarantee you, when you look to the mirror, spiritual speaking, being naked before God, I don't think... It's a hard, easy thing to celebrate him without confession, a brokenness, a truly move of the Holy Spirit in us to put us in our knees and celebrate what he gave to us. More sins you commit, more grateful you will be when your sins are forgiven. It's not what Jesus told to the Pharisee that was looking at the women washing his feet. Yes. The good news to you, no one is better than you. So stop this play. Stop what people are telling you that you need to be a little bit more than the others so that people like you. Do something or you don't need to. You know why? Because God loves you. No one else matters. No one else opinion view of you. I know a lot of people here are coming with different places and different situations. Some of you are battling suffering, pain, distrust, struggling. Some of you are so excited how graceful God has acted in your life. All of us together are in the same place. And because God chose us, as the text we read in Romans after Romans 8, nothing can separate from his love. Fasting can be mislead, can be avoided, can be a lot of things. But I'm telling you, it's a spiritual discipline that helps us to connect, not first with God, but first with ourselves. Bring self-awareness I told you when you stop eating, the dark side of your, the side B comes out. Ask your wife and your kids when you're hungry. And be that for a few days, then you're going to see a lot of things going on. The discipline of the fasting is not to, oh, I'm going to stop eating, so I'm going to please God. That's not the point. Or I'm going to fast, so... I can negotiate with God. You know, I'm going to fast a few days and then God is going to give me this or that or bless me or whatever. We have everything already. Just ask. That's what is coming. Summer of the month is coming. Next few days, a few Sundays, you're going to see that. 
It's not about that. It is about you in the mirror. Trying to do things to impress others. Okay, let's cut because I'm going to get real and I'm going to conclude. It's hard. It is hard. How many faces mask I carry? How many masks and faces do you carry? You know this place? You don't need to do that. Throw away your mask when you're getting inside. Because this congregation needs you whole. Complete. I know people come and say, hey, how are you? You really want to say, I am broken. I hate this and I am struggling. Know what you say? Oh, doing well. Great. Thank you. And no one knows your struggles. No one knows what you're going through. But you're afraid to tell your problems to others. Why? They're going to reject me. Maybe they don't like me anymore. They, maybe it's going to be too much. I am Brazilian. And people tell me that I am too open. I talk too much about my personal things. I don't care. Because you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to tell the truth. Your opinion about me do not change my view of God. And the view that he has of me. I'm loved by him. So you think I'm a poor preacher and I speak a horrible English. Probably it's true. And I don't care. <laughs> I hope you can say the same thing about yourself. About your height, your, your format, your illness or ever. You be satisfied in God and everything that you really don't care. When you go to fast, you're going to fast now because of Christ. We come to celebrate what he already done for you. We don't need to cry out for salvation. Salvation is here today for you. You don't need to pretend and come to this church with everything figured out. We don't have figured out anything. We just rely on Christ and that's it. If you want to follow Kevin, I'm going to tell you, you're going to fail miserably. Because he's going to. But if you want to follow Jesus with Kevin... Do it. Because he's seeking Christ. And I guarantee you that's where the answer is for you. The salvation is here. It's not something that's going to happen. Your red can have access freely because he died on the cross for you and me. His love is perfect. He fulfills you in a way that you don't need to feel that you're no one. Because that's our main problem. I guarantee you here, some of you think, half of this congregation don't know my name. And probably it's true. But you know what? doesn't matter. Because the person that is among us knows your name, knows your history, knows where you come from. And knows what's going to happen to you too. Because he loves you, he cares for you, and he's calling you to what? To see yourself in the mirror and to be sure that what he did for you make you his son, his daughter. That's enough. That covers all multitude of sins from today, from yesterday, and from tomorrow. That's enough for you to know that you don't need people's attention. You don't need people's acceptance. 
You don't need to fear being rejected anymore. Just enjoy this congregation as brothers and sisters that are broken, seeking Christ together. The beggars that found the bread of life. The living waters. Church is not a place where everything is figured out. Church is a place for us to do what? Seek and enjoy God. To worship Him. I know, fasting leads to faraway things, yes. But this is the bottom line. When I was reading fasting, like, I can come and tell you the benefits of fasting and all these things, but... It's deeper than that. I see it in my own. The question is, it's not how many times you read the Bible per week or how many times you fast, how many times you pray. It's not about how well you function in this religious world. The question is who you are. Are you son of God? Are you daughter of God? If you're not sure about that, I want to invite you to talk with Kevin and all the elders. Now, this is the, more, the most important question you need to answer. It's not about if your life is figured out. It's not about if you know your purpose or whatever. God gives that following him. I'm sorry. Passed my time. I do pray that each one of you, you live today sure that no one needs to be better than you. Because they're not. We are all humans. We fail. The Sermon of the Mount proved that clearly. You cannot read the Sermon of the Mount and say, well, I'm righteous. I'm good. It's impossible. But at the same time, you read the Sermon of the Mountain, and then you say, wow, how much he loved me. How much he cares for me. How important I am. Even that no one around me in this congregation or ever in this world cares for me. He does. Because of time, I'm not going to tell more about that. But I'm hoping that's sticking you. In your heart, in your soul. So I invite you to bow your head and I want to conclude praying. How hard it is, God, for us to to be convicted by sin. Because we don't like to look to the mirror and see ourselves in pieces. Without hope, without faith, without trust. How hard it is, Lord, when we talk about giving, praying, and fasting. Really seeking you. But our hearts are so consumed by things of this world. Where is our heart is our God. Father, have mercy on us. You see 
and you know exactly what's going on in our heart. It's secret. Not from you, but from the people around us. But you know exactly what's going on. Help us to throw away our masks and be real with you. To seek you, to have assurance that you love us, that you are safe, not because we are good, because you chose us. Not because we can make it, it's because we can't. So we need to trust absolutely in the work of Jesus Christ for our salvation. It is done, it's fulfilled in you, Jesus. Help us to seek your will your guidance to worship you through prayers and fast. To spend time with you. To dedicate ourselves to you more than anything else. Help us, Lord, to bow before you. Sometimes to repent. Sometimes to worship you for your grace, for your power in our lives. Use us as you want. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Would you stand with us as we respond?